Coming in on three, two, He's one. Welcome to another episode of Bruce Booze and Reviews. Yeah! I like to shot full of shit. That's about it. <laughs> was, that, was that recorded? <laughs> it's not an episode if you didn't make something up. And the average for the beer that everybody loves is really high. I like getting shit on. Welcome to another episode of Brews, Booze, and Reviews, a childish podcast on adult beverages. I'm your host, Knox. With me is Big Earn. I'm here. Uh, uh, yeah. And Chris. I'm barrel-aged. You're, <laughs> you're barrel-aged. Yeah. Excellent. Well, good to have you guys. Uh, today is a special episode because we are uh, at Revelation Aleworks here in Hallock, Minnesota, uh, with an old friend of the podcast who's been on uh, as far as our, his beers goes. And that's Ryan Skulls. Evanson. He's he's with us today. Hi, Evanson. Ryan. Evanson. We didn't talk about Evanson. This. Sorry, Evanson. I fucked that up. <laughs> yeah, he changed his name when he got married. <laughs> <laughs> it was Evanson. Yeah, Evanson. <laughs> How do you not prepare? <sighs> like, at least know the people you're talking to. Good question. Yeah, my, that... my name is Daryl. It's been that the whole time, but you keep calling me by the wrong name. <laughs> Barrel. <laughs> From now on, it's Daryl. Barrel. My name is Barrel H. Shells. Son of a bitch. Oh, I thought you said Daryl. Is in Daryl and my other brother Daryl. It's my other brother Daryl. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. One. You're a failure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and we also have Tilden today. Yo. Uh, Tilden, what is your role here at uh, Revelation Aleworks? I'm the sales and distribution manager. Hi, Tilden. And we also have Lindsay. Hi, Hello. Lindsay. Hi. And your last name is also Evenson, I'm assuming. I'm I not- changed my name as well when I got married. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and your role here is? I am, I've stepped back. I'm su- I'm the support staff now. Well, that's good enough. Yeah. She she was well founder. We founded this together. She was full time taproom manager for a while. Until we found out we couldn't work together. So until we found somebody oh. who could do it better than me. Oh, that, that's what I'm supposed to say. That's what I'm supposed to say. So you guys are married, uh, is it correct? Yes. Okay. Twenty, 20, 20 years. years this summer, 20 right? Years, yeah. Congratulations, oh, wow. you guys! Yes. Holy shit! You got married when you were four? <laughs> exactly. Is that legal? That's legal. Yeah. Some areas. <laughs> Only if you're related. Right. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Here we go. This nice is off one. The rails way too quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations on 15 happy years. Thank you. I appreciate it. We're the first five rough, or those last five. waiting somewhere in between. The brewery's there. been. We've been working on the brewery about five years. So there here's, you go. Here's seven, eight, nine. Sucked. Here's ten and fourteen. Awful. And twenty twenty. So here we are in Halleck, Minnesota at your brewery, right? Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? How'd you get going on this brewing thing? Like, did you do some home brewing? How did you do home brewing? How long did you do that for? Let's hear the obligatory blah, blah story that everybody wants to hear first. <laughs> well, I think uh, I think you summed it up pretty well, so I'll just repeat what you said earlier. Okay. <laughs> blah, blah, blah part. Started home yeah. brewing, and it got kind of out of hand, and then we wanted to build a bigger brewery, but... No, uh, what year did you start homebrewing? Oh man, what do you think? Lindsay bought me a Mister Beer kit in. Oh, you started the problem. Yeah, probably two thousand. See what you did? Five, I would guess, somewhere around there. Two thousand five. Yes. So it, 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 a lot of homebrews. I would say the majority of my homebrews were terrible. So that made me think I, I could do a, I could do this commercial thing. This is. <laughs> 
That's a pretty big leap in faith. <laughs> well, Holy shit. But I, I, I believe it's like playing guitar, right? You buy a shitty guitar and you're like, fuck, man, I know I could crush it if I had a better guitar. Yes. I sound just like Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. But no, uh, what really what really brought it on is this building we're sitting in right now that uh, nobody that's listening can see. Um, it's our tap room we bought in 2015, 2016, somewhere in there. Um, four hundred dollars. So wow, Jesus, yeah. yeah. So I, I had to get a loan. Uh, to I'll give you four fifty as it stands right now. <laughs> four fifty grand sold. Uh, no, they uh, the previous owners uh, owned the get ran the gas station. Uh, it's it's an old service station. Uh, there's actually a lift uh, parts behind the bar there. Um, they they ran it for a long time and they uh, opened a bigger location south of town. And um, they were talking about tearing the building down for a cost of ten to fifteen thousand dollars, and I, I just because of the location right on our main avenue and Highway seventy five, and just the character of the building and all that, I thought you know this building can't be torn down. Uh, so I said instead of spending ten fifteen thousand dollars to tear it down, why don't you sell it to me for hundred bucks? And it penciled out, made sense to them. Done so, deal. Yeah, that's, off their hands. That's a killer deal. Yeah. Wow. So how much did it cost to go from there to here? Uh, Just in the tap room building here. Not talking about your actual brewery that you opened up later on. Right. It, we'll it talk was, about that here in a bit. It was a lot. Um, but, I mean, in the big scheme of things, we, we did a lot of the remodeling ourselves that we could legally. Um, we, we hired out the plumbing and electrical. Um, but we did a lot of the building the walls, opening up walls, uh, chipping the, the plaster off that wall. Um, we did a lot of the work to ourselves. We actually built this ceiling here um it was nice. leaking above us before so now we're pretty dry that's good yay a bonus. <laughs> he's pointing up and we all look up I, isn't it beautiful <laughs> we, we're not sure where a ceiling is so. <laughs> oh there it is <laughs> yep but yes yeah, i, I oh, think that that top floor yeah. yeah our first brew house was from china and uh new from china with all the remodeling and everything i think it was if any of you are thinking about getting into brewing um it was about a hundred fifty, hundred sixty thousand all in for everything to start out. Pesos? Which I think it, and you got yeah, are you a right. five barrel system, seven barrel, ten barrel? What do you, we, what are you, we started, you with, started out? We started with a seven barrel system. Okay. Um, and uh, Tilden uh, used to uh, can by hand with like a crawler filler, one at a time. Yeah. Uh, what? Yes. Right off the tap I'm having like yeah. Yeah. spinners. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been there. Been there, done that. <laughs> that was his favorite time of his life. <laughs> no, keg an hour. Sending 50 cases to Canada. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we thought we were a bit of pretty big time at that time, but yeah. <laughs> well, I'm backing up a little bit. When we bought this place, Ryan was a city manager, and that's why we would move back here. Um, my sister was here. We wanted to raise our kids in Hallock. Ryan was a city manager looking at, well, okay, our kids are here now, but population keeps going down. What are we going to do if, you know, we're trying to set up home here? Maybe the school will disappear. You never know. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's, that's the happening. trend with these small towns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it did in my. Uh, Halstead. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so just thinking about downtown revitalization, the, you know, the life of the city, those sorts of things. And this place right here on the corner is a very cool building. And if we Mm -hmm. could create a place that people could gather, but then also kind of bring people in. And so Ryan's beer hobby just kind of fit that. So it all just kind of came together here. Yeah. Nice. Perfect, perfect business model. If you you think about it, I mean, just everything just communicating together at the right exact moment. Mm Mm-hmm. Kind of made this happen. That's pretty fucking cool in my book. Yeah, yeah. And, it, it, and it is a risk. I think, um, I haven't looked lately, but I think we're still 
the smallest town with a brewery in the state of Minnesota. Uh, Halleck is just over 900 people. Oh, okay. Um, and we're the county seat. Like, county seat, This yeah. is where the population is. It's not a bedroom community. Yeah. It's some, something else. The county is five, uh, four, 4,000, somewhere in that range. So we, we draw in a lot of people from the population centers. Winnipeg, when it's open, when you can cross the border, is only um, half uh, hour and a half north of us. I mean, you got a lot of acreage of farms around here, so yep. obviously you pull in the local farmers, right? Obviously. Yeah. Yep. And we thought it was going to be a challenge to get these uh, farmers, these bush light drinkers, to try our... Bush lattes! Bush lattes! But, uh, <laughs> to try our, our, our craft beer that's got a little more flavor and... Obviously, is a lot more expensive than Bush Light, <laughs> but we we have an awesome local following, and um, a when lot of we people first just opened. Came, yeah. People would come in and be like, "Oh, I don't know what you're doing here, but I might as well try it because I believe in what you're doing." <laughs> yeah. And they were just so kind of like almost pissed about it. Yeah. And then they, <laughs> but they were go- they were gonna come all in, whatever it was. This they, stupid they idea. Throw down, you know, like six blood orange wheats, and they're like, "Whoa, this is a little stronger," even though it's only four point eight. Was that the one beer that you have on tap right now that that's, uh, is made from local s- sweet corn? Uh, and that would be the... Kits. Uh, Kits. Kits, which Kits. we're going to be talking about later on this episode. Kits. That one was fantastic. Uh, so, you. okay, so what, when you first started to open it up, right, you wanted to have a, a, a kind of like a dream list of beers going from home brewers, right? Mm-hmm. So what was your first beer that you actually made here at the brewery? The first beer I remember vividly, I can almost still taste it because it tasted exactly like butterscotch. Oh, diacetyl? <laughs> yes. I'm so sorry. You ruined it. You ruined yeah. it. But people loved it because okay. oh, it's got the sweet caramely flavor, you know. No, it, <laughs> it, it was a pale ale and it was it, it was okay, but it, it, it wasn't great, you know. Okay. It definitely had its flaws. Um, and uh, from there, uh, I think we opened with four beers. I think we had the stout, uh, the blood orange wheat, um, was started with a, as a Belgian ye- wheat with okay. a Belgian yeast and everything. And we slowly progressed it into the blood orange wheat. Um, but yeah, that first beer mm, was not good, <laughs> but people still stuck around. So when did things really start picking up for you here, uh, at Revelation Aleworks? I know you have been distributed uh, across the state now, especially in Fargo, uh, Grand Forks, obviously, uh, you're obviously everywhere in Minnesota as well, because I see you over at our sponsor, Bridgery Liquor, as well in Moorhead. So, uh, tell us about that. Well, I mean, what was it like distributing for the first time? Well, yeah. So now I'm talking to you, Tilda. Now this is where you come in, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, right, because you've been no, here. I started. So, sorry, December, we woke you. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, I started December 2017. Yeah, yeah. Six months after we opened, yeah, 2017, and, and they basically just handed me the keys to a van and said, "Hey, why don't you go sell our beer?" So I, uh, I started. I'm originally from Alexandria, Minnesota. I started back home, and honestly, my first day on the road, I hit a big snowstorm and ended up staying back home anyway, which was kind of great. So it gave me two days in the market. Turned out great. It D- Detroit Lakes, Fargo, Moorhead. Uh, right now, we basically distribute from Winnipeg all the way down to Rochester, nice. from about just west of Grand Forks all the way to Duluth. So. We've gone through a, a little bit of growth. Wisconsin. Since. Yeah, dude, Wisconsin too. Right? And, Let's forget and, about spirit. And then, uh, it's been a lot of fun getting on the road and a lot of long days, a lot of long nights, but meeting great people. And there's such a support for, especially out, you know, Minnesota is a whole different monster than North Dakota. And uh, 
the Minnesota beer scene, especially outstate, is so tight knit and supportive. It's been amazing. Yeah, and I I probably shouldn't tell this story, but we hired Tilden, and he spent most of his time canning and then sales. And I remember right away it it took him a while for some reason. I, again, and I remember having a conversation and like you know we 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 I tried to be a good manager and set goals and stuff like that, and he wasn't. He wasn't quite getting to where he wanted him to be, Which and then all so of a sudden, nice. <laughs> it's it, Tell I, us more about this that. is a terrible story. I shouldn't say it. Yeah, but please, anyway, please keep going. But this all of a sudden, must be edited for dude, radio, yeah. right? Something clicked, and he was selling beer, and we were like, "Dude, slow down! We can't make it fast enough." <laughs> it was awesome. awesome. I mean, Tilden's been amazing, just getting getting stuff out there and building relationships, and that's what we concentrate on with all of our accounts. Is you know, if something's wrong, just text me at three in the morning and. It doesn't matter. Just text Tilden, call any of us. I mean, um, what's your number? You got it. There it you is. You got it. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, of course, we here in Brews, Booze, and Reviews like to hear some of the the uh, problems, problems, failures, funny situations, failures. times when we, we accidentally drank too much of a high ABV beer here. Uh, I want to hear some things like that. Yeah, so, besides screwing up that first beer, how else have you made a mistake? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've heard obligatory stories about, oh, fuck, I took the the, the, the clamp off uh, uh, behind the, the valve. A shutoff switch instead of behind, you know ahead of it, so and I just took the, and the whole thing fucking emptied out. We've heard stories about that, and you're pointing to Tilden over here. All right, all right, I'll go. I'll go first. <laughs> all right, go first. Probably two years ago, it was legitimately my 25th birthday. Okay, I had a beer dinner scheduled in Grand God Forks damn. before this beer dinner, and. Uh, Trying to get stuff emptied, we ended up transferring our Edison's Medicine New England IPA and our f- brand new 15 barrel fermenter into the bright tank. And uh, I'm going up. I'm trying to go back and forth down the ladder, rinsing stuff out. Harnessed in if OSHA's listening. Yeah, sorry. Right. Harnessed, helmeted, <laughs> everything. <laughs> Safety vest. Um, you got it. Of course. Wrapped in bubble yeah. wrap. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm going. I'm going up on the ladder with the hose, and I. Pop the lid open to what I think the tank I've been working on. On well, it wasn't the tank; it was an actively fermenting beer that had about fifteen Ooh. pounds of pressure <laughs> and uh, <laughs> blew the weld right off the lid. Luckily, I didn't get knocked off the uh, the ladder. But because of the, that harness, harness correct? exactly yeah, the, the harness, harness saved did, you. Good the job. harness did everything. Yeah, excellent. But yeah. I don't think our insurance that. covers if your head falls off. No, no which was I don't good. Think it does, yeah. And it's that's the reason why that is OSHA. That's why you do have accidental death and dismemberment insurance. <laughs> Just for such an occasion. I, you I honestly think benefits? my wife was crossing no. her fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I heard I was outside do, walking somewhere. I don't know what I was doing. I heard this big boom. It was, it, I mean, it was, it was scary. scary. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. We're all good. Yeah. How about you, Lindsay? Have you, have you witnessed or heard anything kind of funny like that? That's. Well, I know and, you're asking me because Ryan was pointing at me before he started pointing at Tilden, but yep. I can't. I can't think of anything right now. I can't think of any mistakes I've no, ever made. No, yeah. <laughs> Ryan, why don't you tell us about great. some of Lindsay's mistakes? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. Like before we started, Ryan was like, oh, let's start a brewery. And I was like, no, that's stupid. And yeah, it, our kids were little at that time. How, if it was 2015, Joseph, our oldest was 10 years old. And then we have three, two, two younger ones than that. And I was like, we cannot do this right now. 
And he just kept pushing it, pushing it. And so I went on a run out in the fields and ended up sitting in a ditch, bawling my eyes out. Oh, and no. then thought, man, maybe he could brew me a brown. And I came back and said, you brew me a really good brown and I'm in. And so I didn't think you'd be able to do it. <laughs> but here we are. And but I think so we what, have a plaque. Right behind Lindsay, uh, yeah. there's a first place best brown ale in the state, by the way. Oh, no shit. That's <laughs> awesome. 2019. Well, well we obviously, he uh, he exceeded that expectation. Yeah, yeah, he, did a, he did a good job. <laughs> but he showed me the recipe, and I was like, nah, back to the drawing board. I did that three times to him, and finally, <laughs> I was like, fine. Okay, fine. We'll oh, do it. so you got it right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Although I don't think that's the same round that we brewed at the beginning. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, that deserves one of these for getting that recipe right. All right. All right. Bravo. Bravo. Is that for me or for Ryan? That's for you. Oh, Sweet. Because you're the one who got the recipe right. It's for everyone. <laughs> I'm the one who said yes. All right, Ryan. We got one more story left before we get into the beers. What do you got for me, buddy? Remember that time you got me so drunk I went to bed at 830? He told me 430. Yeah, we were outside smoking. <laughs> or Maybe. I was smoking. <laughs> well, I was on mountain time. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> there's a class time when he was one. here. He was, he was pretty high, is what he's saying. Mountain no, time. Was, <laughs> no. Anyway, no. <laughs> I, nice. That's a different podcast. <laughs> uh, oh, man. I, I just can't believe. Um, I think the fact that we opened in a small town um, just to try to reinvigorate the small town. Mm-hmm. Um I think we're awesome because of that. No, that's not what I was going to say. Um, I think, I think it was a risk to take on a small town uh, where the the local liquor store had uh, their craft beer was Sam Adams, you know, which is technically craft, I guess. But episode one thirty, Sam Adams, <laughs> according to Sam Adams. Um, but the, yeah, they didn't have a lot of craft selection around here. The bars didn't carry a lot of craft, um, and we were like, "Well, let's open a craft brewery," um, and. The, the community has gotten behind it, um, and and we've we've grown much faster than we ever thought. I was a full-time employee at the city when we started. I figured, you know, oh, I don't know, two or three years, I'd probably, if it goes well, I'd quit and go full-time at the brewery. It was two months, and it just it just got, it just, it just blew up. It was awesome. We just have a lot of community support. Um, well, in I, and our I, longest I time... Our longest time beer tender actually started as a volunteer, and then after yeah. a while, they were like, "Should we pay him?" Yeah, that's what happened. That's what happened with me over at Prairie Brothers. And Don is like, "Geez, do you want to start earning, getting a paycheck?" I'm like, "I suppose I should, huh?" <laughs> so it's like, well, I totally understand that yeah. whole thing. Yeah. And he's still here, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I mean, just talking to other people who have a dream and want to start a brewery someday, you know, go for it. I mean, support your community; people will support you. If you make halfway decent beer and have a good atmosphere and just uh, just welcome everybody, I mean it's 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 the life really. There's a lot of stress in running any business, but it's been really good for us. It's been a lot of fun. It helps when you can have a beer at the end of the day. That's for sure. End of the day. Do you cry in the ditch anymore over this beer? I cry about other stuff in the ditch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it's always something. Well, that it's, makes I, sense. I cry in the ditch now. <laughs> <laughs> The ditch is a bar down the road. I don't know if it's. But they serve blood orange wheat. Uh-oh. All right, you get one of these. You get the first point of the day, Lindsay, Sweet. for that joke. That was a great joke. Why don't we dig into the beer, shall we? Hey, why, why not? not? All right, so this first beer, 
is gonna we're gonna talk about is oak aged your your oak aged pilsner, correct? Yes, that's correct. Posed from so somebody t- else's. Tell us about this beer. This is my pick of the day, by the way. All right. I like this one. So uh, tell a story, and then we'll tell about appearance and everything else from there. Well, we uh, have our, our regular Pilsner is, well, our, our occasional Pilsner is Purple, Purple Ribbon. Ribbon Pilsner, yep. Um, which is a cool name because Purple Ribbon, um, we, we, we're we not really intending to make fun of the Blue Ribbon, uh-huh. but um, oh, it like just kind of blue just ribbon? happened. It just happened. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, one of our, actually, Big Mike, who was setting up for the band right behind us, he thought, you should name it Purple Ribbon, like 4-H, you know, like Purple Ribbon's Grand Champion. Makes sense. 4-H is big around here, so we named it Purple Ribbon Pilsner. But um, we had a we had a batch. We just got our new Fooders. Does everybody in here know what a Fooder is? I think if we have talked about, about this on the podcast before. Now I'm before. getting hungry. <laughs> Food. <laughs> fooder. <laughs> a fooder. A Fooder is a, uh, what, like a seven-barrel or a five-barrel large wooden yep. barrel made of French oak, correct? Yep. Ours is actually 15 barrels. 15 barrels? Yep. Holy shit. Yeah, it's a big one. Um, so yeah, we aged our um, purple ribbon pilsner in there for about four or five months. What was in there before you put the pilsner in there? What's that? That's it. This was the first beer in the uh, the yeah, our, our very white oak Was it charred at all, or just nope. straight? A little. It, it had a little bit of light char on level, it. Level yeah, one char. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice yeah. level one char. I lied. A little bit of char. Have I even looked inside it yet? I don't even know. I don't think you have. I don't think I have. <laughs> Tilden looked inside. He was wearing a harness. So it was fine. Well, this one I didn't need to. Oh, I can kind of look down a little bit. Get another one of these. Lindsay's fucking making Sweet. it today. As soon as I knew there were points involved, I started really <laughs> deciding. There's a reason we brought right, her. To tie the, the way, uh, the gin's on fast. Count for nothing. Yeah. Oh, shut up. Come on, <laughs> man. nothing. Can I get a beer? It's like whose line is it anyway? Yeah. The points are meaningless. Another thing I probably shouldn't say, but Lindsay's like a, a local celebrity. She was on the Rachel Ray oh, show shut up. 11 years ago. Rachel Ray show? 11 yeah. years ago before we were even local, so it doesn't really stand. <laughs> but there's YouTube evidence. Yeah. So. You, you can so look her up on YouTube. You were on the show? Mm-hmm. As, yeah. As a co-host? No, I was part of a cooking competition, and oh, so no I got shit. to go to New York and Ellis Island and Orlando and all sorts of places cooking on the Rachel Ray show, so that was pretty fun. How'd you do? What'd you make? Well, I wasn't going to say anything. You know, if somebody wins, they tell you, I won. If they didn't win, don't ask, okay? No, I want to know how hard nice. you get it. I want to know how bad it went. No, no I was third. I got third, third and nice. I was brought back for the final. That's and then fantastic. the gal that I was cooking with ended up winning. So, well, there you I kind go. of won. I was on the team. Kind of, sort of won. <laughs> kind of, sort of. It's like oh, when, you're, really when, you're, when you're the Vikings, at least you were hoping for uh, the AFC to win the fucking Super Bowl, right? Because it... Vikings fan myself. No, you never cheer for the Packers. That's well, <laughs> maybe I don't know. That's another story. Uh, so the episode, <laughs> I dug that hole. <laughs> the episode that I got kicked off for cooking it was at Ellis Island. We were supposed to do this family sort of a theme, and they surprised us by fa- flying our family members out. And Ryan came out, oh, and no shit. Uh, they have a clip of him. The producers got a clip of him saying, "I didn't get it." Like my food, he didn't get it, and I got kicked off that show. They were trying That's really right. hard. You, you son of a bitch! They yeah. were trying really hard to get us to say something bad. And he I says, mean, "I think he said something like, well, it's uh, it's, it's really, really red. red. I don't know. There's sauce on it. I don't know. It's pretty colorful. Oh, that's so World's weird. worst cooks. Anyway, uh, Oak Age Pilsner. Yes, Oak Age Pilsner. Here we go. So the the color is obviously a little bit darker than than the Pilsner, but right. here's what I get on the nose. I actually get some nose on this. I get some sweetness on the nose. Jesus, you got. Okay, Ryan. Dude, some of that sweetness gets on your shirt too. Yeah. <laughs> It's a sweet. 
Yeah, so just straightforward, our Pilsner aged in a massive oak barrel for five or six months. So it's because you use Pilsner malt, malt that it's Pilsner, not a lager, correct? Are those those big-ass yeah. barrels at your other mm-hmm. location? Aren't they sexy? Yep. They are fucking, it's the first thing I looked at. I was like, ooh. And then I stepped in a fucking hole. <laughs> There's lots of holes too. I was I was killed myself. Going, I was rolled That's made out of wood. <laughs> we don't have insurance for that either. <laughs> no, I was harnessed. <laughs> so, what kind of hops did you use in the in this uh, pilsner? Um, uh, mostly sauce, sauce. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's like basically ninety percent Czech pilsner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We use the ding, bl- ding, ding. Uh, the the word I can't say. I call it Blagojevich yeast. What is it actually called? I have no idea. Uh, Budaglovich Buda or it's a Czech style yeast. It's yes. used to mimic um, what AB does for Budweiser. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Well, I got to tell you, it it smells great. Taste, guys. Great. <laughs> <laughs> now, less, less filling. Now, what's interesting to me on this one? Is you Nox don't get that you don't get that really bitterness that you get from some barrel aging things, like especially when you barrel age something that's light, like a pilsner or a lager. I feel like somebody else has something else written down. I have a slight bitterness, slight bitterness. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. But the look on your face was like, "He's fucking wrong." Yeah. <laughs> but I like it. It's a, it does bring some of that barrelness to it. It's the sweeter. It, it, it brings up. It, it up Were you going to say sweeterness? It's sweeterness. Yes. <laughs> that's a, that's it, sweeterness. it elevates that maltiness of this beer a lot, and I get some of that kind of like vanilla caramel from it a little bit, slightly bit. It just brings up the sweetness of the pilsner. You guys. Quit looking at his nose. Stop copying me. The, the, first, no, the, the first thing I wrote down was it, it's kind of almost sour. It's got a little bit more of that. I don't know. I didn't anticipate it having a little bit more of that sharpness and tartness to it. I think that's part of that bitterness I get. Because I have that. It's kind of sour-like, but it's not like a shut and eye sour. For sure. That's um, where the... Uh, I have... Um, um, I get wood. I mean, once And then when this, I take a drink of it... I get kind of sour, like um, it is the first thing I ordered when I got here, though. Because I'm yeah, like, oh, one, fucking oh, once I actually took there? a sour and then go back to it, all of a sudden it's all that sweetness again. I have it's also well carbonated, yes. and uh, nice and malty. It's very wet, yes. which is <laughs> very which liquidy. Is <laughs> I'm gonna get real close to the mic here. Moist. <laughs> yeah. ah, you do listen. We have some dry beers though too. You know. So. Yeah. Not moist. But no, that kind of like powder beer. A little bit of sour comes from the tannin and the oak that yeah. aging it provides, similar to almost like a white wine kind right. of acidity to it. Yeah, it's it's really good. Awesome. Any sure. other notes about the uh, oak aged pilsner? <laughs> Woody Maltiness. Wasn't he on a Toy Story? Woody Maltiness is Maltiness is his last name. Yeah. <laughs> Toy Story Five. Yeah. He changed it after he got married. <laughs> Death the smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about the second one. This next one is the Blood Orange Wheat, and you said, Ryan, that this is your top settler. It is, believe it or not. It's um, This has uh, progressed. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, it, it started out as a Belgian wheat, and then we found out uh, Belgian's too weird for, well, a lot of people <laughs> that we're trying to sell our beer to. Um whether you like Belgian or not, you know, we got to sell beer. Yep. So uh, we changed it uh, just to our, our standard London Fog East. And then um, slowly after that, uh, added 
um, blood orange and coriander. Um, and our, our blatantly, our plan was to take off all the blue moon taps around us. Well, fuck blue moon. It's not a good beer. Exactly. exactly. Personal I mean, it was. I that's a. You know, right. one of the beers that helped me step in this direction. What's weird is I've never liked Blue Moon, and I, and so I was, I don't like wheat beers. And I, I keep getting proved wrong by actual good wheat beers. <laughs> gotcha. Blue Moon wasn't it. Yeah. All so, right. yeah, this is the one we're, uh, at times, brewing almost every week, um, at least every other week. Um, we, we put out a lot of blood orange wheat because it's, uh, it's easy drinking, 4.8%, 4.9%, somewhere in there, numbers. And uh, <laughs> math, <laughs> math, um, and it yeah, it's just an easy drinking beer for all year long at the beach, golfing, whatever. That's what I like about it. It's not seasonal. It's not daytime, nighttime. It shouldn't not be this seasonal. Event. Well, some beers are like that, right? Some beers you want to just sit by a fire. Some beers you want in the morning, right when you wake up, because you got a fucking day to deal with. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, this they one call can, it a job. This one services all needs. <laughs> I've always kind of thought of like uh, wheat beers to be like a summer and fall kind of beer, personally, because in the springtime you just want something kind of meaty and, and you're weaning yourself off the dark beers, the porters and stouts from the wintertime because you want something to fatten your ass up and something stouty <laughs> yeah. and dark, right? Yeah, because why is everybody looking at me? Like I got <laughs> a fucking reason. <laughs> so in the springtime you want something that gets kind of light. But you don't, you're not really into like IPAs quite yet. So then I transition from wheats and, and, and pilsners, and then I go into that. I can drink this all year round. Yeah. But that, yeah that's just I my agree. style. And I do. But mm-hmm. I like this. So uh, This is often in my beer fridge. So you add blood orange. How do you add the blood orange to this? Powerfully? Add, yes, powerfully. We do it post-fermentation. Like, a, I mean, all of our fruited beers are added post-fermentation. Then we treat it with... Uh, a little bit of stuff to prevent fermentation after the fact. But we, we get a nice carb on it, more traditional wheat-style carb, but a nice juicy. You get a little bit of that coriander, a little bit of sweet and bitter orange peel that we use during the brewing process. But Love the fact that you guys use uh, some orange peel. And, uh, Dude, orange and coriander just work so well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Well, the orange peel what? and coriander came in. We were using that with the Belgian wheat mm-hmm. just because that was traditional, right? Yep. And then, yeah. um, kind of brings up that, that clove a little bit, right? Yeah. yeah. And then there was that tang to it that when we switched over to the traditional wheat, uh, or the traditional yeast, not the Belgian yeast, then, um, we started getting the blood orange puree from Oregon fruit products and putting that on in that post fermentation and that sort of conditioning phase to bring in the orange a little bit more. And thank you guys. Thank God you guys use puree instead of amaretto. Yeah, sugar Sorry, I'm so you get yeah, you get one of these where it's like uh, Bravo. Oh, well, thank you for using actual fruit. And yeah, puree. The fruit purees are really expensive, but it's totally worth it because it's so much better. I mean, it's real. It's the, the, quality, the, orange, yeah. the orange comes out so well yeah. in this, but it's not overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just balanced really guys, nicely with the. I love it, trivia. Do you guys know what coriander is? The seed of. We, yeah, we had uh, some coriander uh, on the podcast. It's that, it's that stuff that some people think smells like soap, and I can't think of the word right now. Cilantro. Yeah. Cilantro. You already talked about that. I should have listened to more of your podcast. I always thought coriander was that thing that you put stuff in and it would rinse the water through it. <laughs> oh, <cord. laughs> That 
that's why his that's why his carp says dad jokes. <laughs> really, everybody's fucking laughing, uh, and I get. Uh, right, so, so the coriander that we had at the house, uh, I had a powder to form it. Was that floral coriander? Um, so it kind of tasted and smelled and, and uh, a little like um, when it was really too potent, it almost like a perfume, like your grandma's perfume. Uh, but there, I think there's an Indian coriander that's much more uh, fruity. Let me look that up before it's quoted. Yeah. So I'm just saying this is my opinion right now before I fully make we it use, fact. We use authentic Detroit Lakes coriander. Detroit Lakes? Yeah, yeah authentic. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful. From the, from the vine. Any other comments on the Blood Orange Week, guys? And this is your top seller and has been ever since, right? Yeah, since pretty early on, yeah. No, this is a really good beer. I like this. Um, it's light, refreshing. I put it's a good tubing beer. Hmm. But this would be a good beer, like or two, to have as you come in from like snow blowing too. It'd be like just odd, uh, just spent thirsty an uh, hour outside, and dude, you can do it twenty below and come in and like with your have one of these before I go take a warm shower with your breakfast all right? the time, all the time. Wednesday. You got that orange for the morning. You got the spice for nighttime. Yeah, <laughs> I just tape one to my Let's hand and I table. walk around all day. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking awesome. Like that gets one of those because that's actually absolutely correct. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's talk about this next beer. This next beer is the Kitsurita. Tell us about this one. Well, this is our Kits Golden Lager. And Golden Lager, what do you use to make that Golden Lager exactly? We use um, a corn, local corn. Local corn. And that's why I really want to talk about this as well. So. Tell us about where you get that from and how local is it? Like like 500 yards from here, corn or Not what? Not that local. But okay. we, I would say I would say about 85 to 90% of our grain comes from Minnesota, from Crookston, Minnesota, from Vertical Malt. Um, they grow and malt their own grain, uh, barley and wheat um, and corn. No, I don't know. Barley and wheat at least. <laughs> so yeah i would say about 90 percent of our grain comes from within an hour and a half of where we are right now Excellent. which is uh very cool um and and uh, how much corn did you use like five percent ten percent uh not quite cream ale levels right well that's no. what i was wondering i'm like what's the difference between then this and a cream ale must be the percentage of corn yeah. used yeah so we used uh, let's see let's do the math it's about seven eight hundred pounds of grain total and used 50 pounds was uh corn okay that's fair yeah math could do so math yeah. So percentage, uh, niner, enough. Niner, there's enough percent, yeah, enough. enough, not enough to make a cream ale, but, but but you know, so you can brew this at home now. I just gave you the recipe. Also, this uses a lager <laughs> base. It uses a German lager strain, so that's it kind of differentiates between ale versus. So yeah. at lagers, so that's about 58 degrees for fermentation, yeah. and somewhere in that range. How long do you let it sit for? Well, we we lager at about. It takes about a week to ten days to lager. And um, then we are to ferment, sorry. And then we lager for uh, a couple weeks, uh, depending upon. We just we we take samples to see how how it's cleared up, uh, things like that. And um, a lot of uh, you know, you get there at you know five thirty in the morning. You got to try the lager to see what it looks like. So, <laughs> gotcha. But this is a story for for your ears only, only you. Okay, right. gotcha. Stop Good. listening. Take care of it. Post BBR exclusive. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Uh, and nobody knows this. This is except for Tilda, probably. And um, so this this was a, our, our Kits uh, Golden Lager, which is be- coming really close behind the Blood Orange Wheat as a, as a bestseller. Okay, um, it's just because it's it's cheap. Uh, it's cheap to make, 
We sell it for fairly inexpensive for a craft beer, and it, it's good. It's drinkable. Um, we had one batch that, for some reason, um, the pH was off. I tasted a little tart. It was it was really good, but it didn't taste like it's supposed to. Or like the usual pH for a, a good lager is uh, about what, like six? Oh no, uh, probably four and a half. Four and a half. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we we uh, we were like, well, it's not. We can't serve it as a kits. And for all you out here who think uh, breweries always do everything right, they don't. So sometimes <laughs> yeah. when you have a new beer, it's a beer that they did not intend to taste like that. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, I hate using the M word, but it, <laughs> it was not what we intended. So <laughs> it, it, we were, I don't remember who said it, but like, you know, this is this would be really good with some lime on a summer day. So we got a couple of boxes of lime puree. Mm-hmm. It dumped them in there, and holy crap, that is a good beer. It is. Yes, it absolutely. Out really well. Yeah. I, I, um, this was your pick, wasn't it, Chris? Yeah. Well, uh, one of them. One of them. At least. It's actually one of mine, too, because um, I have a star next to this. Mm-hmm. I really like the Blood Orange, of course. Uh, that's one of my staples in my beer fridge. But this is the first time having the Kitsarita, and uh, I like anything that I can put alcohol into. Uh, so, like, so like, to me, I mean, it, it's a great standalone beer. I really enjoyed it, but I was immediately like, "Woo, this is a good margarita mix." Yeah, really, put some tequila in it. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I, I I like the sharpness and the tartness, and it's not overdone. It's just enough to make it, you know, pucker up a little bit. I like it. Well, we'll you throw could a little put tequila some- in there. You could yep. put some champagne in the blood orange to make yourself a Ooh. mimosa. You could put yeah. some rum in the oak. Pilsner. Ooh. I like and your style, I don't know. Style, you could basically Lindsay. put alcohol in anything, so I, I don't even know what you're talking about. I like about. your style, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the gin yeah, goes with really... every sour. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. you yes, I know how to pour alcohol into beer. <laughs> hey, wow. Uh, what are you doing every Sunday? Shocking. <laughs> Pouring alcohol in be beer. Duh. Just remember, she is a teacher. <laughs> yeah, I am. She's got class Well, lesson learned. Ah, ding. <laughs> and, and just we about no every class. one of our people... What is it like? Over fifty percent of our employees are teachers as well. Yeah, there's something about the field that draws them to beer. A lot of our beer tenders, well, and the the schedule. Well, and the kids working with kids, I think, is uh, probably the biggest thing. Right? (laughs) You're trying to teach people. That snort was Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case you didn't catch that, that. might be our first snort. How about that one? Oh, good. That's a good one. (laughs) That's a half a point. Well, I got to tell you. It obviously doesn't have the clarity of a lager, but you added the lime puree, so that makes right. perfect sense. Mm-hmm. But it is cr- pretty crisp. Carbonation is perfect on that, just the right amount of head on it, and that lime really pops. And I got to tell you, Chris, you are absolutely 100% correct when I would, like, put a little shot of tequila in a 12-ounce glass of this shit, and it would taste fucking wonderful. No, and, and I mean, yeah, again, obviously, it's a great standalone beer. You can drink it all you want, just as it is. It, it's delicious. Exactly. Any other comments on the Kitsarita before we take an advertisement break, guys? No, I agree with everything you guys said. That's a good beer. Holy it's shit. Almost, it's almost Has that happened like before? a shandy, but good. <laughs> I don't think it's ever happened before. It's almost like a shandy, except for I don't like lemon, so this is lime, so mm-hmm. this is like, this is a lot better. Yeah, I'm a... <sighs> Lately, since I've gotten forty, I've liked limes the most out of all those all the, all the citrus. Ah. Better than lemons, better than oranges, better than grapefruits. You're limey. That's stupid. Uh, I'm a li- yeah. I'm a limey <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, I don't exactly. Think you can say that. <laughs> 
All right, guys, we're going to take a quick advertisement break, and we'll be right back with Lindsay Tilden and Ryan from Revelation Hillworks. One like, of them might fuck not us, return. I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're not coming back. We'll see ya. Tilden. They're looking for tequila. Where's the off sale in this town? Ladies and gentlemen, we might mention Bridgeview Liquors a lot around here, and there's a there's a really good reason why. They pay for a lot of our booze. But uh, one of the great things about them, not just the paying us in alcohol, is they truly seem to love what they do. They, they're knowledgeable as hell on almost every type of alcohol. Anytime I have questions, that's where I go. That's why I love Bridgeview Liquors. And I know for a fact that they have knowledgeable staff because if you go back to our... Brandy's and Cognac's episode. Uh, Evan, their store manager, their, his store pick for Brandy's was the winner for the day. And I'm also impressed immensely with their huge selection of craft beers, not only locally, but as far away as four or five other states, which is more than an armful away. <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking of their knowledgeable staff, I found out that the word Gewürztraminer means a noble grape. While at Bridgeview, um, it is basically a grown-up version of a Moscato. Bridgeview has a wide selection of local as well as really hard-to-find wines. I like Gewürztraminer wines just because I like to say that word. Dude. And I'm German. Gewürztraminer is about the funnest thing you can do with my mouth. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and one of the fun things about Bridgeview that I like is that uh, how regularly they post on social media the new beers and liquors they get in with pictures because I'm a picture guy. Um, I like to see the Not beer. much a reader, huh? No. <laughs> but Bridgeview has the picture, so I'm like, oh. That's the beer I'm looking for. I can look at the picture. I can go look for the can or the bottle and you know figure out, match them up and everything. And they do that uh, weekly on all their new releases for that week. So it's kind of nice. I like that. And you can find those social media posts on Instagram and Facebook at Bridgeview Liquor. And their website is bridgeviewliquors.com. And you can go to their location at 935 37th Avenue South in Moorhead. And when you do go to their location at 935 something in Moorhead, <laughs> if you mention Brews, Booze, and Reviews at the checkout, you save 10% off of all purchases. 10% off all purchases. So 10% off all purchases. Thanks once again for listening to our podcast. We love and appreciate all of our listeners, and we really love and appreciate you at Bridgeview Liquors. 10% off all purchases. All purchases. What would you like to eat tonight? I don't know. What are you feeling? Uh, you know, I, I could go for burgers or wings. I don't know, maybe even pizza. What are you thinking? We just had pizza. I don't know. Uh, that's why I'm asking you. Well, maybe we should look online. Is what? It happens in nearly every home in America almost every day. At some point, someone asks, what are we going to eat tonight? Worry not. Fargo Takeout's artificial intelligence robotic chef, the Decisionator, is here to make the choices for you. You'll find its three top choices for takeout. If none of the three choices sounds good to you, just click the Nope, Try Again button. Even an artificial intelligence robot chef gets it wrong once in a while. The next time your relationship seems strained based upon what's to put on the table, Turn to FargoTakeout.com slash Decisionator.
And remember, save a meal, save a marriage. FargoTakeout.com slash Decisionator. All right. I met the singer for Tesla in the casino on the boat for the Monsters of Rock cruise uh, last year. Nice. No way. I can't remember his name, but yeah. So I we called him somebody Gary. wanted to, somebody <laughs> Steve. I think his name is Tilden. The snail from SpongeBob. Sweet. <laughs> so someone want, was trying to take a picture with him. Like, hey, you want me to take a picture with you with your phone? And it's like, yeah, here you go. I'm like, so I took a picture of him and some other fan. And I'm like, well, can I get a picture too? So hell yeah. Full disclosure, nice it's probably guy. my dad. It was yeah, probably, probably my dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So speaking of which, Edison's Medicine, uh, tell us about this one. You know, I know this is kind of like the, the flagship IPA, and I love it. So uh, take it away, Ryan. Well, we call it a New England IPA, but it's um, it's very uh, citrusy and aromatic, and technically the IBUs are zero uh, because we don't use any hops in the boil. It's only dry hopped. Only dry hopped. Only dry hopped. Interesting. And it's really good. What hops do you use, sir? Uh, the two best, Citra and Mosaic. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it smells like an IPA, almost tastes like a wheat. And that's why I kind of like it. That's why I kind of dig it. Honestly. This is like the ectogasm from Drecker. Like, like good, solid, regular IPAs. Not Deepas, not whatever the fuck else, but just triple IPAs. Now they're wor- working on fucking quadruple IPAs now. I mean, it's not overly bitter either. No. You know, there, there's that bitter note in the back end of it. But to me, the nose but is just fucking great it's on this so, one. Yeah, so much more punch uh, right up front. So Those cool story about this one. Were you going to say something, Lindsay? Always. Go ahead. <laughs> I've got so many words. Don't fall for it. <laughs> most of them it's a trap. So if you see the labels now, they say Edison's and then it, the medicine is blacked out. I think we talked about this. When, when we, we did. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Where it was drama. like blacked out because the sensors, because the, the uh, government says you can't put medicine on beer because people might think it's medicine. Yeah. And that's fucking Dude, it's a liquor shit. Makes people me feel better. better. Which it no. is. We know what we're taking. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. And beer is medicine. I <laughs> talk to you how I wake up in the morning. I have <laughs> beer at Advil. Then I go to work. <laughs> well, and we had an Edison's OTC for a while that was a little lower ABV, didn't we? Yep. All over the counter. Over the counter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were playing with it. So we we got the <laughs> we got the the label all done up, and it was so horrible because I was in charge, and I am very bad at going back and forth with the graphic designer. Finally, we got the label, and then it's cleared by Canada, cleared by North Dakota, not cleared by Minnesota. Oh, federal! It was federal. Or, it was federal. It was federal. Straight lines. Yeah, Minnesota was it? United States federal. Okay, so not Canada anyway, federal. I was just so angry. I wasn't listening to anyone, obviously. And so it was like, well, let's just put a sensor label on there and let's write censored. And the graphic designer was like, this is stupid. And Ryan was like, well, we can't put censored on it. We don't want to make enemies just yet. And I'm like, censored. And so after a while, this is what, what happened. We just blacked it out. Just blacked it out. Censored would have been better. And it I would know, have been but a good Ryan jab. was a little like, come on. We, no, we Lindsay, can't make enemies hey, right off the bat. Lindsay, I side with you on this one. Thank you. Yeah, Thank I'm, you. We have enough confidence now. We'll do it. We'll, next label. At the time, it, yeah. though, we were. it was new. And so, I don't know. Well, right off the bat, man, the nose on this is tremendous. It's Except a fucking Batman. great IPA. The taste is really smooth. Right? 
Yes. Lots of citrus. Lots of that mosaic yes. kind of grapefruit, passion fruit from this, right? Papaya a little bit. But yeah, super tropical. Mm-hmm. But it, it almost has like a creaminess to it, though, which is, I don't know, melts Did you add any like really oats well. or spell to this, or is it just the regular IPA grain melts? There's oats in there. Oats. Oats. From oats. Fargo. For sure. Fargo Fargo. I like oats, loads of oats with my eggs and toast. As long as you can eat it at the Fargo Dome. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Jesus. At North Horse Fest. <laughs> Yeah, it's got, it's got some good body to it. Yeah, it's got a really good mouthfeel. It's nice and hazy. It's a, yeah, we, we love it. Yeah, this is absolutely a, a banger, as the kids say, or some shit. Yeah, this would, this would be like highly last rated. Generation. Oh, fuck me. That's what the Irish say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, here it comes. I'm, mash- I'm mashing them all up, aren't I? <laughs> all right, any other final notes on this IPA? And thank you very much for no, adding oats to this because the mouthfeel is so so absolutely. smooth and so great thank on this you. one. Yeah, it's it's on the borderline of thick, which I dig. Like, I say it I is, mean, but it's only two C's. C's. There's oh, the, two C's. Two C's. Yeah. I say two C's. Two C's are juicy. And it must be mosaic that I like because this yeah. is a good. I like this, and I'm a little not bit typically an IPA person. He hates the resiny, but I don't peppery like, like the peppery aftertaste that I get on some IPAs or uh, Well, I think that's because this is a regular IPA and not a double IPA or a triple IPA or a quadruple IPA. This How is, many more? We can die happy now. We made so. bigger and happy. Um, uh, thanks. The, well, it's five. Quint, Quint, Quinta? I don't know what the fuck. Anyways, let's go on. This, yeah. next, one, this next one is Little Blue Reflectors, and this is also a uh, Simcoe and Citra Hop IPA. This is a regular IPA or is this like a dubba? Did you say regular? Or is it a tripa IPA? It's unlighted. (laughs) Unlighted? Just a regular IPA? Old school West Coast crystal clear. Uh, When we talked about the West Coast versus New England IPA debate on our our, uh, podcast, and it's our most highly rated episode, actually, and it's because we love the callbacks when we first started loving IPAs and beers in general were West Coast were the basically the only real ones that were around and yeah I don't think Revelation was on that podcast no no oh, no okay. for <laughs> good reason oh, <laughs> oh Bazinga nice but uh, our, our basic takeaway from that episode in particular was like we we love the old school styles and West Coast is making a huge comeback. And I gotta tell you, crispy, crispy boy here right now, super clear, some head, lots of lacing on the glass, which is great for the suds, especially. Any other notes, guys, I, in the nose? Can I do a public service announcement while you're sure thinking about thing. the note, note, nose notes? Notes. Nose notes. Nose notes. It is not coming back. People are not buying West Coast IPAs. Really? We would brew them a lot more because it's our favorite style, but people are not buying them because they're not hazy. So if you like West Coast oh. IPAs, support the West Coast IPAs and buy them. Bring them back. Bring them back. We need to have it back. <laughs> Spread Cue the word the about the West Coast IPAs. What's that? Cue the Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> so yeah, where that New England was all like hazy and floral in the nose, the, the West Coasts have that bittering, so they'll put them in, in the boil rather than in the... And the finish, right? Yep. So you've got bittering hops and and fragrant hops. Yep. So the 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 Edison Medicine is all in the nose. Fragrant whereas, hops. Yeah. So there, there couldn't be any more opposite IPAs other than Edison Medicine, which is strictly dry hop, versus yep. West Coast, which is strictly 
right in the boil. I mean, you can't get more opposite than that. And I got to tell you, this beer is fantastic. Notes, guys. Thank you. Oh, we need to talk about the name. Talk about mm-hmm. the name. Talk about it. You want to talk little about the name? Little blue, little blue reflector. So yeah, this is one of the stories they like. We so we've been married. For this. We've been married twenty years, and the reason Lindsay fell in love with me because because I was in a band. They called him Big Saxy in Fargo, Big North Dakota. Saxy? Big I was in a band in Fargo. Baritone sax. Baritone. I was a tenor guy. Really? I played yeah. tenor sax. She's wrong. It was actually tenor. Well, <laughs> no, you had a baritone sax in your band, and your band teacher called you Big Saxy, and oh, nobody sued right. him. Like that yeah. wouldn't even happen anymore. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. We were really good friends. The so what the, the band like was kind of sax. The band's name was the Little Blue Reflectors. Uh, we're, uh, so what what years were you active and where did you guys play? Well, we played at uh, bowling a lot alley of, and church camps. Yeah, a lot of bowling alleys, church camps <laughs> in Fargo though. Fargo. We played at Sioux Pass Ranch. We played at uh, Spirit Mountain. We had about ten gigs until we got sick of it. <laughs> Gotcha. We, there we, there we is an album. CD. There, there, Dude, there is an lo- album. The longevity of it, though, is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> ten, <laughs> 10 gigs is a lot of gigs. That's like 20 practices. Do you have a. Uh, <laughs> this is, I think this is still in there. Or maybe Austin's idea. Austin's our other full time guy who's, you know, not here. But the um, Little Blue, it was his idea to call it Little Blue Factors. It's kind of a joke. And then all of us were like, yeah, that works. Why not? <laughs> So do you have like a best, do you have a best of uh, tape I could get? Are you guys on SoundCloud? You got a guys CD baby? What do you guys got? Let's let, let's promote this shit. Where can not, people find your music? I don't think it's findable. <laughs> no, right. he's no, trying to forget like it. Early two thousands. That was dial up age. I don't think that's on <laughs> on the internet anymore. Yeah. I don't think it ever made it. They're too slow a playback. Yeah. Seriously, had rotary dial phones. For that's a big part of my I, life. Back when so I only had 2,400 KB, KBS on the fucking internet. Squawks. <laughs> internet squawks. I remember before the internet. All right, guys. Any any no, any more final <laughs> notes on this anything. fantastic West Coast IP that's crystal clear and such a good good boy? Uh, what do you have for hops on this one? Simcoe and Citra. Jesus. You get that nice kind of tropical, resiny, little bit of pine. Yeah. Well, that's what I like about it. You get tropical up front, right? And here some is of those... Like almost great, not grapefruit. Maybe grapefruit. Yeah, maybe a little you grapefruit grape or some nuts. sort of. It's another breakfast beer. <laughs> Your grape nuts. Grape I poured this on my grape nuts uh, with a little you? sugar. I'm he remembers before the I'm 111. <laughs> Just turned. Um, but it's delicious, and then it goes to that piney resonance that you oh. that you expect, but it's not like overwhelmingly dry. Um, so so it doesn't you know pucker you out completely. And keep going back to it. It's a delicious beer. Thanks, guys. Well, I love this uh, West Coast IPA, and I wish pe- more people would drink it. Drink West Coast IPAs. Yes, for the children. For the children. For us all real beer nerds who actually enjoy what beer actually tastes like. All right, so well, on to beer number six. Everybody. Well, yeah. It's, okay, you got me there, buddy. Now Sorry. to the dark side, huh? <laughs> now to the dark side. So our first dark beer of the day is the Mocha Double Stout. Ryan, tell us about this beer. Or Tilden, tell us about this beer since you probably brewed it, right? <laughs> probably. Yeah, probably. Or, or am I lying? Or did you well, actually? Honestly, we take turns. Take yeah. turns? Okay. Yeah. So this particular batch, who did this one? I don't really remember. Great answer. Oh, actually, Thank you for I telling do, you about this beer. I do, I do know beer. who brewed this. Okay. You know, because I was the one that got stuck in the uh, boil kettle. 
He got his harness on some. Tell me, tell me the story. Tell me the story. This batch was April 2020, mid-pandemic. Everything shut down. We're not talking about that. You got to look. But it is. So in the process. Okay. And at that time, didn't have tap room staff. So Austin, our other full-time guy, and I uh, worked the tap room. There was a little bit of snow, so we just said, screw it. Let's just stay the night and brew all night. So we did a double stout base, and uh, we just had our security cameras installed, and our the the bag on our cocoa nibs during the whirlpool while we were knocking out snapped, and uh, I had to climb into the boil kettle and pull the uh, cocoa nibs out of the bottom. At the same time, Ryan decided to check the security cameras and wonder what the fuck was going on. <laughs> it was amazing. If we can find the video, I'll send it to you, and we can uh, put it on your Facebook Oh, that page. would be yeah. so great to play as a trailer for this episode. Yeah. Do that, I'm pretty please. Sure I'll see if I can it. find it. I think you did. Uh, Tilden, tell us about this double stout base. What makes it a double stout base? You just add two, twice were, as the, much chocolate malt they took as two normal? Stouts. Or what? Figure it, it out. It legitimately is double the grain of our peanut base peanut butter stout. So our peanut butter stout is 4.9% with a little bit of lactose. And, and how we, many pounds? Man. 450 of, of lactose or everything? No, like just the grain of grain, probably 1300. It's a lot, it's and a then, lot. And then a double, it's <laughs> 2600. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. The double is 13. The double the is base 13. is about 650. Okay, yeah, probably yeah. closer to seven. Okay, so then you don't sparge as much, obviously. Exactly, yeah. yeah. We get a smaller, we on our 15 barrel sp- system, we probably ferment about 10 barrels. So we cut it back a little bit, and then we're able to split it and do what we want after. And what's the ABV on this one, by the way? Exactly 9.8. So our our peanut butter stout's 4.9%. Our double stout is 9.8. This is not how things... Perfect science, my man. Good job. This is not how things work normally in the world. (laughs) And we were pretty proud of ourselves that it was exactly double. Well, you you fucking nailed it, man. Nice job on this one. So tell us It won't happen again. Okay, so you got got the regular double stout base. So tell us about the coffee, the double mocha. So the coffee's kind of fun. There's a uh, a coffee roaster out of thank you, Cavalier that uh, ended up doing some fresh roasted espresso beans for us that we conditioned for about three days on the beer. And we literally got them, opened the bags up to kind of aerate. They roasted them. We got the bags, aerated them, and then threw them immediately into the beer within a matter of probably 36 hours after the beans were roasted. That's Cavalier, wow. North Dakota, which is about 30 miles west of here. We got roasted beans from. Shout out Sparkies. Sparkies. Sparkies! Nice job. Okay, so uh, any notes on this one? I mean, obviously in the nose you get some coffee, right? But what's funny to me is after I get that initial nose and I get into the taste, there seems to be kind of like this weird like sourness in it as well. Do you guys get that as well? Just kind of there's a little acidity I think in, in some stouts and from the coffee you get yeah. some of that acidity for sure. I wouldn't call it sour. I get I get where you come from sour, mm-hmm. but it's just a little higher acid than a lot of beers. Okay, that I makes think. sense for sure. Big urn. I mean, coffee beers are like one of your favorite styles. Yeah, I like coffee. So I get <clears throat> a little. I get that coffee that kind of. There's like some cream in the coffee. It's not just black coffee. It's you know, it's it's a flavored coffee. Yep. You say put lactose in it. Yep. yep. It, exactly. Um, and then it kind of mellows out. It kind of 
has that dry finish that that co- the oil from the coffee beans probably something like that. But yeah, it's it's makes you want to have uh, more. Yeah, and more or less and smooth. Cho- <laughs> yeah, and smooth chocolate in the background. Yes, there is that uh, like dark chocolate, kind of like dry chocolate in the very background of that on the very. I would say about but three yeah. seconds into the legs right there. There's a tanginess at the back end, too. Yeah. yeah. It, it's interesting. I think that comes from how fresh the beans were roasted. It, it definitely picks up a little bit more acidity from that roast. Yeah. Your mix-in on this one would be Kahlua. Just saying. <laughs> oh, <there you> go. <laughs> uh, Lindsay, you're a genius. Thank <laughs> yep. you so much. So, what do you do? Well, maybe a little bit of Jameson, yeah? What do you yeah, do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you do? And Va- Jameson. Vodka, Kahlua, and then, like, some nuts. All right, so this last one is actually going to be uh, deviation uh, number two, hashtag zero two, correct? Yes, sir. And then we had deviation. Did you call the number sign well, hashtag yeah, that, in, this, in this situation? <laughs> or pound sign if you don't yeah, know so, that. <laughs> pound zero Pounds. two. Jesus God damn it. Get out. I may have a, Next. I may have drank a little bit today. At least you didn't say O2. You were born during dial-up. You can't say hashtag. I mean, 77. Uh, so we have had Deviation Zero One on the podcast before, and we loved it. And uh, Ryan, can you, or Tilden, could you uh, tell Til- us about... Tilden's got the tools. The Zero Two, please. I mean, deviation deviation zero 01 two. was a barrel-aged, kettle-soured bread, uh, blend of, of sour beers. It turned out really well. We added plum and blackberry, I think. Puree. And puree. And it was really good. And um, so we did just a deviation 02. For, uh, deviation 01 was last year for our anniversary. Deviation 02 is 2021. Mm-hmm. This one has apricot or apricot. I've heard it both ways. <laughs> yeah. Tomato, uh, tomato. Because oh, <laughs> it's tomato. Tomato, papato. Uh, a tomatillo. Pecan, pecan. And it was the second beer uh, aged in our our fooders. Our the second fooders. one. Okay. The second one. So we have two fooders. Um, and one was the the Purple Ribbon Pilsner or the Oak Age Pilsner, which we tried earlier. And the second one was um, this Deviation, which is a, um, a uh, Brett soured beer. So we have one, we, you know, right, more information than you ever need. We have two fooders. One is no Brett, no Brettanomyces. The second one, which the deviation came from, is Brettanomyces because it's a, it, it's, it's a bad, so I mean, it's a good do, bad thing. Once it do, gets in there, though, you can't really get rid of it. It's That's why very, kinda, very hard okay. from what I hear. <laughs> well, you know, you can see. We just started. <laughs> Both deviations have a combination of uh, Brett aged beers, mm-hmm. um, barrel aged kettle sours, yep, and straight kettle sours. Okay, so it's a it's a blend. We kind of mix it together. This is why being a brewer is so much fun because you just <laughs> yeah, you just make things and then you try it and like uh, not quite, and then you add when you're blending, you add something to it and you're like, oh. right, and then you add something more and it's like, oh, bingo. There it is. So yep. it, it's the same argument with uh, I can't stand when people say, "Oh, blended scotches are shit." Well, they're made with maybe things that weren't for single barrels, but their ability to blend things and make them good is an impressive ability to do. Yeah. It's, 
It's a, it's, it's a crazy fucking skill. Blended so. is, is a skill. And those guys, skill. That, it's those an guys that decide it's ready is probably drank more scotch than all of us put together. Yeah. yeah. Five times. You know, and then you uh, probably had more of this beer than any of us just trying to figure out where the hell was you're going to add and, yeah. and subtract from this. And so that's, I mean, that's you tremendous. Hear it, you hear it all the time. Super fun. The skill that a blender has is fucking incredible. Man. The ninja blender or the... Uh, the ninja no. one. <laughs> and the slap chop. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> well, guys, here's to you. Here's to that deviation zero two. Uh, Cheers. Cheers. We wanted to wait to crack this one open live, so we're doing that right now. So Cheers. Right away at the nose, I get that sour... Uh, kind of barnhousey, like a farmhouse ap- ale kind of. Yeah, but yeah. then that apricot hits right away. Yep, like dried Fruits. apricots. So you get, open up the bag and you eat them for snacks. So <laughs> you do. That's what I do with dried up. Ap- yeah, dried apricots. It's kind of like my snacky thing. Apri- apricots. Well, sounds, in deviation one. Ooh. Deviation one, we were just using barrels from far north, right? And yep. then this one, we were able to use the fooder. And some so barrels a, from far north as well. Right, but yeah. we didn't have the fooders for deviation right. one. Yep. And the first one was darker, wasn't it? That came from the yeah, fruit. like purple. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm like, this is a, a clear differentiation, <laughs> which I kind of respect. Uh, just Quite different the deviation fruit. from different the fruit. Oh, yeah. Different blend. <laughs> I'm trying to be snobby, but I can't be because I'm. I've had something. His to drink. pinky, Knox's yep. pinky, is up real high. <laughs> Chop that fucker off. <laughs> Could be it's a good thing you were narrating the uh, gestures of the whole podcast. <laughs> I <laughs> right? was in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here, here's my... Oh, my, this is bright and electric. And yeah. Yeah. Energizes your whole face. This reminds, me of, those atypical, this reminds me of those atypical sours where you really spend some time in the barrels and do it right. And it's, it's more of a natural tasting sour with some additional it's, fruit added to it and that, to make it that brightness. And that's why I like this one. You get a lot of it's, apricot on that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's not like a, I love that. As Ernie would say, shut an eye sour. No, nope. Right? Nope, um, not at all. It's sour enough to pucker you up a little bit and keep you wanting to like well, I need more liquids in my mouth because it's fucking starting to dry out and stuff. Um, so you just keep wanting to Pour this down your fucking mouth, mm-hmm. which well, is a it's, which it's is funny a that you thing. say trying to waterboard yeah. yourself. Yeah, dude, <laughs> almost always. <laughs> it's cool that you say. Normally, we like for a smoothie sour, which you haven't even talked about tonight. But smoothie sours nope. can't make them fast enough. Tons of fruit, about a fifty pounds, forty pounds of, of fruit per barrel. Um, this this guy was about well, geez, we put two boxes. In the whole batch, it was so one eight box eight. actually. There's only one. One box. So forty pounds. That's 40 it. Pounds. Forty-two pounds for seven barrels. For seven Jesus. barrels. It, it tasted like apricot before the fruit was added, and that's well, why they added the apricot because well, it just was it already enhanced there. it. Yeah, for well, sure. Yeah. That's because your base was so good that it just brought this whole thing out. And you know what? I think your your fooder program, dude, you're on the right track with this. This sour is is. This I'll is put a, that right up there with the atypical sour. This is a banger. Awesome. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I gotta tell you, he's gonna do another Scottish. <laughs> this is my favorite beer of the day. Ooh. Yeah, damn, yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, you've I, had some fucking bangers today, Ryan, but this I mean, Deviation Zero Two is my I, favorite. I came beers. in already loving the Blood Orange, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, yeah, this is easily better. Uh, 
So this is easily better than something if, I already love. And Ernie, if you were in the tap room right now and watching, you'd see Ryan and Tilden tapping, like patting each other on the back. They're like looking at each other, winking. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> fist bumps. What do, you, what do you think, Big Ern? What is your favorite beer of the day? Well, I really like this uh, uh, last one, but I was really surprised by that uh, Kits. Kitsarita? Like Kitsarita. Kitsarita, I like that one. So too. if it wasn't for the deviation, that would be your favorite yeah, of the day? probably like my surprise. Was like, I wouldn't think I would typically like this kind of beer, but this is good. You're a limey. How about you, yeah. Chris? Uh, what oh, was your favorite the, of the day? Deviation. Oh, Besides deviation. Oh, blood orange still. Blood orange? It's still my favorite. Shit. My favorite was the Oak Age Pilsner. Awesome. Because you're an old-ass... Pussy. I don't know how to fucking work that. I, <laughs> that, I thought I had something fun I to say. I freaking hardly recognized you your face today. I'm like, when did Knox's son come over here? Yeah, I shaved my beard off. Oh, well, uh, hey, guys, so you get, when you come over to Relation It Works or you see their beer on sale, definitely grab a Deviation Zero Two or grab the yeah. our top three which is the oak ace pilsner the orange blood orange wheat which is their top everything seller. we've talked about and has the been good like let's make sure they yeah, know for that sure. like, just just pick from our top three the other ones were like they made our list but they weren't that good they were all good they're all they're all really well, good you. beers thank you Lindsay. yeah I, I feel like you would know this information if people wanted to know more about revelation ale works uh, tell us about their social medias. Tell us about their contact information, website, uh, email, all that stuff. You got any information? Instagram and Facebook. Those are the two ways that I always tell people. And Ryan is addicted to his phone, I, like counseling level addicted. So he'll get back to you real fast. And that's uh, R-E-V-E-L-A-T-I-O-N, Revelation Aleworks at both Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, and if you don't know how to spell it, just check your smartwatch or the last book in the Bible. They're both there. Yeah. <laughs> Any, uh, well, Chris, you got anything for our listeners? Uh, nope. Or Squiggly Giglio at TikTok. You can, wa- you can watch me sleep. You have a TikTok account? No, his no, girlfriend my, does. She videotapes him like sleep, my girlfriend sleep talking. Is, yeah. I, I talk like a madman in my sleep, and some of the best shit I've ever said. And so uh, she's like, can I use this? I went, no, I don't. Okay, if you put a filter on it. So, <laughs> so uh, the, Valencia. One, the one that she had. No, no. The one that she has up now, I'm a potato. I know. And I'm a, I'm a sleep talking potato. Uh, yeah, so squiggly giggly on TikTok, watch my girlfriend's stuff. I'm hilarious in my sleep. Yes, you are. How about you, Big Earn? You got I'm promote? just happy you're hilarious someplace. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I would Next normally podcast. say across the street, but across the street is a wine bar now because we're in Hallock, Minnesota. Let's go. So. Let's find us there. They also have whiskey at so the wine I, bar, by the way. We were the wine bar because that's how we got our uh, Hallock uh, shirts. We went to the wine bar and a couple other places. Hell yeah, and you I can was do in that bed by eight thirty. They have a punch card when you come to town. Just ask for it. You get you stop by Final Spirits, the wine bar, and Revelation Air Works. You get it stamps at each of those locations. Correct, the wine Ryan? bar. Correct. Last Chance Ranch. Last Chance and Ranch. Yeah, well, and the Eagles. And the Eagles. And the Eagles. Uh, yes. You hit all those stops, you get a free t- you get a free shirt. And you get a BOGO at each place. There you go. You can't miss it. You gotta stop out the Hallock, Minnesota. It's a little bit it's only twenty two miles from the Canadian border, but goddamn it's a hell of a town. 
I'm having a blast so far. Yes, and we want you to have a blast too. Uh, Because without you listeners, this podcast couldn't happen. And you know what? To you we say, may May your glasses glasses be full full and your spirits high. high. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you, guys. Merry Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) This has been a Predicate Productions episode of Brews, Booze, and Reviews. For more information, head over to brewsboozeandreviews.com. Special thanks to our sponsors for supporting our podcast. You too can support our show by supporting them. We have merch for sale that you can purchase from our Shops tab on Facebook. We also have extra content that you can access by going to patreon.com slash brewsboozeandreviews.